We're going to hit this button. Hell like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> I love this sound. Man. It's so good. Yeah. It's so generic and limited, but so good. Uh, influences and role models. I could talk about this for forever. I know you can. So I want like, let's do maybe two real life people alive Mm -hmm. or dead and then two fictional characters that you are inviting to lunch or you are, they're your mentors. You have to pick two living or dead real people or two fictional and two fictional people that you would choose as mentors. And two fictional. Mm -hmm. I think the, well, the first one. Yeah. I have to go. I would have to go Aragorn. Yes. I have to do it. I can't, I can't leave him out. Okay. Aragorn. He, he is kind of the, he's, he's, he's good. Mm-hmm. Like he's the good guy and he's not, he understands that he's not perfect, perfect, but the amount of times that, you know, he's, he's tempted and, and he just he gets kind of pulled in, in one way, at least, you know, mentally. Yeah. He just, He's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm my own man. Yeah, I can do this. I don't need. I'm not giving into that. And I, I think that's just. I, I think that's beautiful. Yeah. So he, he's got to be, he's got to be there. I think he would be my first fictional one. Of course, in my head, he's real somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, who, 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 um, who would one of yours be? Well, the first fictional one would 100% be Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> he just even the idea. I can't think about him anymore without that one scene uh, that we were talking about. Yeah. With the, I can't think about him without that, and then I get emotional because That's all fair. of the quotes start flooding back. Yeah. yeah. So the scene we're talking about for you, last Airbender fans, is when uh, he goes up to the tree to honor his son's memory. He lights the incense and he plays the song. Um, is it leaves on the leaves vine. on the vine? On the yeah. Vine. Cool. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you, you, you and Uncle. I, I just need, I need an episode where it's just you and Uncle, <laughs> just scrolling through this, you know, harvest gold grassy field, mm, yeah. talking about eternity. That's <laughs> like, just, that I need an episode great. for that. I would love to uh, somehow hunt down the voice actor. Well, the second one, R.I.P. Uh, first Uncle yeah. Iroh, but I would love to hunt down the voice actor mm-hmm. and get him on to. Like take on the Uncle Iroh persona and pretend he's talking to me via <laughs> Uncle Iroh and just do an episode like that. That would be uh, that would be my dream for this podcast. <laughs> I think if you, I'm gonna, if that happens, I'm I'm probably just gonna show up. <laughs> just <laughs> That's fair. I'll just sit in the corner. No, you can be my co-host uh, for that episode. I, okay, it's uh, take it away. I just want to. I just want to. Just want to listen to him. Okay. So freaking bad. I think that's so funny. That's fair. He's a great one. Yeah. I love Iroh. He is just to me. He is what like compassionate wisdom is. Of course. Because he's got. He's very wise, but he also has like the humility and the compassion and like the open mindedness that. Um, reaches out to everyone Mm -hmm. even like though he's fire nation he has the same level of compassion if not more for the quote-unquote enemy or you know just the other nations and i like i just i wish i wish everyone was like uncle iroh the world would be perfect yeah he he learned from his experiences he did because he wasn't always that way he wasn't always he was like a war leader (laughs) He, he was 
this prominent, prominent military leader mm-hmm. who, in a, like this ultra nationalist, and by the end of it, he's like, what is that? What did that get me? Like, yeah. I, that didn't bring me an ounce of the happiness that I have now. No. And yeah. I think that the way he empathizes, I think he hit the nail on the head. It's just his, to people who are so different from him. Yeah. No, and but he doesn't disc- he doesn't discriminate against circumstance, Mm-mm. and I, oh man, he, I mean he's just he was a great one. I, he was a phenomenal icon, char- iconic character for our generation's childhoods. Mm-hmm. He tr- he truly was. I think what's most appealing about him to me now is his ability to remain calm, yeah, and not let his emotions bust him because that's where I. I still struggle when I see like injustices mm-hmm. um, and things that really upset me. I, I get upset and mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I'll let my emotions get too much of the best of me mm-hmm. and I'll like say something out of anger. And if like, it feels like righteous anger sometimes because mm-hmm. something can be so cruel and so unjust, but, and I, you know, if that's someone's, if you are someone who gets like really heated and angry for just cause like that, I think that's fine. But for me, I think I don't, I think I want to be more of like Uncle Iroh's calm, just calmness. Yeah. I love his peace. It's mastery of self. Yeah. 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 And knowing that you're like, you're more than allowed. You are you, you are allowed to feel that, mm-hmm. but don't let it consume you. Don't let it consume you. Yeah. Which I think is, is vital. And I, I, I would be in total agreement. Mm. He's just all around. He's a pretty perfect addition to, to the lunch. Perfect. Yeah. And I do see like similar qualities between him and Aragorn. And I like I think the thing that stands out to me the most is humility. Yeah. Like Aragorn is so, despite like his bloodline and mm-hmm. his royalty and and his heroism mm-hmm. he is so freaking humble yeah. like i mean it ends with him kneeling to the hobbits he's like no you don't kneel to us we kneel to you like oh no. god he's just i'm i'm biased because i think i am in love with him but. <laughs> vigo vigo vigo's handsome he he's handsome. good looking aragorn yeah he's a good he was the aragorn. perfect man for the part he yeah <laughs> <laughs> um what who played Arwen? Who was the actress's name? Arwen. Um, um Liv, Liv Tyler. Tyler, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven Tyler. Yeah, Steven daughter. Tyler's daughter. That's right. Not a huge, not a huge. Oh, so yeah. the, I think this is a sidetrack. I didn't That's so fine. The one scene we because this is something we were talking about at the wedding mm-hmm. where Aragon, Aragorn and Arwen are in the garden mm-hmm. might be the most romantic scene in all of cinematic history and they're talking in elvish you know like it's i think it's in fellowship of the ring where they see each other again yeah i think that's because that at that moment then i had a crush on (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah yeah so there's something about her like the ethereal elven goddess energy that she gives she was so perfect for that part and i think i was also a little bit in love with her um and that yeah that scene he just does things like, to you. I got my, uh, <laughs> <hair's> <laughs> <lamp>. <laughs> yeah. Standing yeah. I, with the one exception of the first 10 minutes of up, I could agree oh, that that yeah. is the most romantic 
cinematic I've, scene. I've permanently blocked that from my memory. <laughs> I can't. I, I won't go. I won't open that door. It's a it's a pool of te- tears if I if I do it. That's fair. It's I cry every time I watch it, but it's also one of my favorite movie scenes ever, and I'll watch it over and over and over yeah. again. Well, it's not even a scene; it's like a full storyline in ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love, but I also I just love crying, so <laughs> so I'll intentionally watch it. Like first ten minutes of oh, this is all I yeah. need. Um, but I digress. Okay, so Aragorn, Uncle Iroh, uh, who's Iroh. next? Oh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Oh, that's such a good one. Steve was, even before Indiana Jones, Mm -hmm. I mean, Steve is there. I mean, the guy is electric. I mean, I I just want him to, I could sit and I could watch that video of him telling the interviewer exactly what he would do. He's like, money's fine. I love money. You know, you know the one? The one where he's like, I'm going to buy up all the land. buy up all the land yes. and I'm not going to let anybody touch it. Yeah. I just, I want it. And I'm like, man, that, that, I I fully attribute his, like, just his charisma mm-hmm. towards the natural world and my affinity for for animals and for mountains and going to places and, and seeing the outdoors to to the just how he was yeah i mean i have to i'd have to have him there i can't leave him out he was one of the most influential parts of my childhood that carried into my adult life and i oh i'm, I'm not gonna steal yours but i want to you're more than welcome, <laughs> you're more than welcome to. he is just he is one of my favorite people in the world. He was one of my favorite people in the world. I follow his family very closely. Mm-hmm. I love seeing what his kids are up to because they are following the same footsteps. And they're so passionate and it's so genuine. And mm-hmm. that's what it's always been. It's been so genuine and so much conviction and passion and the reverence that they've had for the natural world mm-hmm. and the respect and the adoration. We also need more of that yeah, in the world. So, so much more of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was huge in my childhood but i will so i won't take that even though i kind of want to (laughs) but i have one very similar so my my first non-fictional human Mm. real person would be jane goodall jane yeah (laughs) she is oh my god she's one of my heroes yeah. yeah so she's a primatologist which is a um subdivision of anthropology and she's one of my like like career wise she's one of my models i she's one of the reasons i love anthropology so much um she also has she does so much and has done so much for not only like our understanding of the natural world and like all like so much of what we know about primates is because of Mm -hmm. her but also what we know about people like so much has stemmed from that um and yeah she just is such an advocate for the natural world yeah. and I love her and I cherish her and she is she is doing good things she's still pathfinder yeah. I mean trailblazer yeah she's genius and she doesn't let anybody tell her that she can't do something no she knows she's good at what she does and what she does is good <laughs> yeah and it I just I love it I yeah Matt Maddie's Maddie loves Jacob does she yeah she loves her oh that's a great, that's a great addition. Yeah. Yep. So like 
Very similar to Steve Irwin. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. All of those, I don't want to call them, it would be, I feel like it would be doing a disservice to call them personalities because mm. they're more than that. But the personalities that they have, those people in that kind of outside, you know, they, they dedicated a life's work to what they're doing. And it's just so, in, it's, it's inspiring. Yes. I love it. And I, I, I would sit down. I would sit down with Jane. I just want to hear what she has to say. All of it. All of it. I want to know, like, even outside of her expertise, I just want to know her, like, experience, day-to-day life, family, philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that she has to say, I'll, I'll listen. Yeah. 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 So Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall. I, Uncle Iroh. Mm-hmm. Aragorn. Mm-hmm. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Who else we got? All right, hit me with another fictional. Your other another fictional. fictional. Yep. I would go. I don't want to. I'm gonna kick myself for this later because I'm gonna think of somebody else. But I might have to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a default and stick with Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, you know, in a in a different version or a different kind of Aragorn, because he. He's just. I think he was more of. A, the curiosity side mm-hmm. that I always kind of had in the travel. And I just had it in my mind when I was a kid that, you know, he, he could just, I could pick up a bag. I could fill up a bag in no time at all and, you know, fly somewhere brand new. And he always came across like he just, I mean, every time he went anywhere new, he, he understood like he, it's like he'd been there a hundred times. Yeah. And I loved that. And that was the first, which is the irony of it at all is I've I never left the country. <laughs> so, it, But you've explored this country. Explored the, ex- exactly. So I think, and he was kind of the, you know, he was a little bit more macho and hilariously so, but I don't, mm-hmm. he, I don't know if he would be a good one. He's, he, I don't know if he's quite more of a role model, but he is a, I think I just have like a, a beer with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can match that. Um, because I was I was just tossing up. I'm like, I, I feel like when my second one began off, but I want to say Bilbo Baggins, but yeah. similar reasons. It's like the advent it's he was like one of the first hobbits to mm-hmm. do something crazy and break out of this norm of comfortable, quiet living to go on this grand adventure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if like there's so many qualities about him that I would consider him my mentor, but I would love to have him as my travel companion and yeah. just like hang out with him and go on all these adventures with him. Nobody's going to look out for you quite like Sam does. Sam, that's true. Sam, Sam. would be the ultimate travel companion. Uh, well, the, I think I, I got to say, did you say Sam originally? Bilbo. Bilbo, Bilbo I'm sorry. I, I had it in my mind with Sam the whole time. <laughs> Bilbo, okay. I'm sorry. He's going to, no, he's going to look out for you. And I just love I don't know if Bilbo I'm would look out for you. He's going to make fun of you. I think he's going to, I think he's, I don't know. No, maybe he wouldn't. I feel like you would get into some shit with Bilbo. Yeah. But it, it's going to come up. It's going to, you're going to, I think you'll survive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're going to have the best stories. Sam. Sam is dependable. Sam is and dependable. And loyal. Yeah. And he's looking out for you. Bilbo, you're just going to get into some crazy <laughs> shit. I think, I think maybe the, maybe Bilbo would be better at just getting yourself, you know, they, they've got, they're two sides of the same coin. I feel like mm-hmm. personality wise, they would both look out for you, but they, um, 
in very different ways. Yes. One's going to let you hear, know that they're the one looking out for you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Sam just doesn't care. I love <laughs> yeah. Bilbo, though. He's, I loved his character. Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's was, incredible. He nailed that role. Yeah. That was a really good, really good pick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bilbo. Yeah. Okay. But if, if we go back to, like, mentorship thing, mm-hmm. I do. I feel like maybe Gandalf or Dumbledore, it would be one of the two. It's yeah. just like that really, and it brings me back to like a wise, older wizard energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those mean, the, you know, that whole like brand new theme of memes or it's just the, the very, I can't quite imagine or I can't think of the word, but it's all like wizard memes. And oh. it's like wizards and frogs. I've got to find Wizards and frogs. Maybe. It, okay. And it's like like something normal, like me with the boys. And then it's some wizard like conjuring in, in this cauldron and a bunch of animals behind. i got to yeah. find them. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. this any justice at all. But it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And they just go through them. There are pages of these. Okay. And I don't know if they're like hand drawn or who's making them, but I I need to give them a big big hug. I need you to send some to me. I will. I I'm well versed in like frog memes, so I've seen yeah. a lot of like wizard frogs. It's very similar. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. I I think having that kind of older mentor who's kind of been there and, and done it before, but. It, He's, they've kind of, they don't have all the answers, yeah. but they know how to make you feel like it's easier to get there, mm-hmm. which I, I, I really like that whole genre of, of character or, or just person in, in real life. Yeah. I think it's, I, yeah, I don't know. I really romanticize being an old wise person. Yeah. <laughs> I just romanticize it all the time. You get, you can't wait. Kill it. You're going to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I have like gray hairs coming in. I'm like, yes. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> I was there <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> Surfing off the coast of Morocco. Where were you? <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to lean into it so dramatically. Um, Okay, final real person. The final real person. I usually get stuck on these. Mm. Um, I think more of, in a a similar sense, but maybe for a a different reason, um, Morgan Freeman. Oh, and That's so good. He just cracks. I mean, he cracks me up. I love. I, I love just. I, of course, listening to him talk, but just what he has to say. Yeah. Because he just he he tells you, and he doesn't do it maliciously, but he tells you if you ask him advice on anything, he tells you like it's obvious. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Like I didn't think of that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's been, yeah, you're exactly right. How could I be so stupid? Now? But he was just a like, you know, he. He has, he was the first one, I mean, during the whole voice, you mm. know, change and everything. And once that whole career, or not, not really career, but, you know, interest took off, Morgan was kind of the person that I was really listening to, to hear, you know, how he was talking. Now, he is, his uh, voice is very distinct. It is very distinct. But he, he, he very much means what he's 
saying when he says it. And yeah. that is, I have bad habits when I like, I'll, you know, I'll stumble through a point that I'm trying to make mm -hmm. or, um, particularly, and this was going on the resolutions list, but mm -hmm. I think it's a year of done apologizing so much for things that you don't have to do. Yeah. And Morgan is just very much that, that figure that, you know, he, he would tell you like, what are you doing? Like you're your own person. Yeah. You this. But I don't know for, a, for a number of smaller reasons, I think, uh, I think Morgan would have to be there. I, I love that one. I, he was a toss up in my head as well. Yeah. And like, first of all, can there be any other God portrayed in all it these has movies? To be it's, it has to be Morgan Freeman. Yeah. There is such like, I, sometimes I'm like, is he, is he God? Just yeah. fucking around. He has to. <laughs> he probably is. He, I don't, I don't, I can't think of any other person that has an energy quite like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I don't, can't think of a single other person. He's just, and he cra he's just funny. He is funny. Light, just funny. I mean, I, I love that. That's what it is. It's like playful wisdom. Like yeah. he has all this life experience and he does talk like, of course, it's mm -hmm. obvious. Like he knows, he knows because he has all this life experience, but he keeps it so lighthearted and so playful. Right. And yeah, that is such a good one. He, he and Mike, Michael Caine um, are like best friends in real life. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. And they, they're, they are just hysterical because Michael Caine cannot get a point across. Mm -hmm. He takes ages to finish this. And he goes on tangents, which I'm making, I'm making fun of, but I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just That's goes on all these tangents about some friend he knew like 25 years ago. And Morgan just sits there and he's like, can you <laughs> like hurry this up? <laughs> can get to the point, man. It's the funniest. That's the, that's the kind of, you know, just friendship energy that I'm, I'm all in on. I would love to be either a fly on the wall in their <laughs> like hang, just normal hangouts, or I would love to see like a reality TV show that's just based on their friendship. I have to. There, there, there cannot be any. There cannot be an alternative. There must be yeah. somewhere okay. to watch the two of them. Yeah, just gash at it. <laughs> that's gonna be my 2024 intention. Somehow manifesting that into reality. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think that's a smart move. Gonna shift my career into yeah. reality TV show production, I guess. Yeah. Got a pitchy idea. Got to find someone. Yeah. Um, and I, I, is that four? Did you, you had Jane? No, who was your fourth? I, I haven't disclosed this yet, yeah. but there's one more thing I got to say about Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Have you seen the show, The Story of God? Oh, maybe a long time ago. I, I know the show. I, I don't okay. know how much I've seen it. I think there's two or three seasons. I haven't seen the second or third season, but yeah. I watched the first season and I didn't know what it was going to be about. I'm like, I thought maybe it was just going to follow like the Judeo Christian God yeah. and Mor but Morgan Freeman is a host, but he explores like every religion mm -hmm. and he's like flying around the world and he's talking to people in all these different faiths and religions and he does it in such a respectful, compassionate way where it's just like curiosity based. And he doesn't say anything to discredit any one of these people that he interviews. And it's like there's no one else to host a show like that mm -hmm. than Morgan Freeman because he does have that energy. But it's just like a very for me, it was like a very inspiring show. And the way that he goes about exploring all of these what some people would pose as contradicting beliefs mm -hmm. 
in a way he just the way that he does it is like look at all of these coexisting beliefs and they're all so beautiful and look at all the different ways that people connect to the divine it's beautiful yeah. and i love it and it's so good he is that's just his role like yeah. I, I can't imagine him not he's like, a bridge just, he's a bridge he that's the kind of you know way of looking at it i think that he's just mastered and you know in the way that he can convey that to other people and mm -hmm. it's at the end of the day nobody knows like what nobody knows no. there's not a person alive who knows mm -mm. but it's fascinating and i this is the anthropology side and the human history side like there's what we don't know has been has rooted thousands of years of different cultures in yeah. different you know ways in tradition and it's the coolest thing yeah. on the planet and it's too cool for people to disrespect absolutely so i think i think morgan i'd love that yeah That's, he's i'm gonna have to go back and find out where it's going on the list <laughs> <laughs> the ever-growing list the ever-growing list of things i need to watch yeah it should yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go back and watch Lost. That's gonna yeah, be Lost the is the first thing of twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four is a Lost rewatch, and yeah. probably start in some point this week. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Same. Yeah. Okay. Mor yeah, Morgan Freeman is such a good one. Yeah. Um, and since I will not take Morgan Freeman, mine, my last one has to be Jim Carrey. <laughs> it has to be Jim Carrey. I love Jim. He was. So like Steve Irwin impacted my child life mm -hmm. in the way that I viewed the natural world and my relationship to animals and nature. Jim Carrey was my comedic vessel growing up. He mm -hmm. was every single movie, mm -hmm. you know, growing up in the 90s and the early 2000s, which would be maybe a little problematic now, but <laughs> <laughs> but in the at the time <laughs> Like all the Ace Ventura movies yeah. and like, oh, I adore Jim Carrey. And then he goes through so many hardships mm -hmm. and he faces so much adversity in his life and he became very spiritual. Mm -hmm. And um, he, I love listening to him talk because sometimes he sounds batshit crazy. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to what he's saying, I feel like it's kind of profound yeah. <laughs> a lot of the times. Um, and he has this speech that he delivered to a graduating, I think it was a graduating college class, mm. um, where he goes into his story and his father's story. And it sticks out to like, it's, I have, I play like a lot of quotes in my head. Yeah. I'll run through them when I need some inspiration. So one of the ones that has always stuck with me since the very first time I heard his speech and he was talking of just like some context was he was talking about how his dad could have been a great comedian because mm -hmm. he was so funny. And that's where Jim kind of got his talent from. But he played it safe to be an accountant because that felt stable and safe for him. And then he lost his job anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and so the the phrase that sticks out to me is, you can fail at what you don't love, so you might as well take a chance at doing what you do love, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And that has always stuck with me. And I feel like his charisma and his experiences and his comedy and these inspirational things that he says, uh, he just, he has carried me through a lot of times in my life yeah. and has been a very powerful source of inspiration for me and just doing whatever I want with life and <laughs> making the most out of it. Yeah. It's, he's, 
I, I think you you hit the nail on the head. He he means what he says, yeah. and he I mean he's another. I mean he's a surgeon yeah. at, at his talent to yeah. make people smile. So I that's a that's a very I love that quote too. Mm. That's a really that's a beautiful quote. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And he's also um he did like he spent so much of his life just dedicated to making people smile and bringing mm-hmm. joy into a room and now he's like very dedicated to his own peace and joy his own peace and joy mm-hmm. and he's pretty much quit acting now yeah and he just does art <laughs> and i love that which is good for him yeah he's I a brilliant he painter yeah. <laughs> yeah he does deserve it he's, he's gone through a lot <laughs> yeah i think it's it's Time. I mean, quite honestly, that sounds like the most relaxing retirement. Right? Just painting? Yeah. Like, I think that's, he's deserved it. Yeah. I think he's deserved it. <laughs> these are great. These are great role models. I, yeah, if we can yeah. get everyone that we just talked about into In, this room. Into this room, yeah. That, I would never want to leave this room. I don't think I, I don't think I could. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think that I could. No. Uncle, could you imagine a conversation between Uncle Iroh and Morgan Freeman? I think I would just be sobbing the whole time. <laughs> uncontrollably, uncontrollably sobbing. Like, oh, like, who, how did we get to this point? <laughs> I'm tearing up thinking about it. Oh my gosh. That would be, it'd be, I think all my problems would be solved. I agree. Same. Yeah. yeah. Who, would, who would need therapy at that point, you know? No, no I, I would just replay that conversation in my head. Yeah. I think. I would need to record it and yeah. play it over and over and over. That would be like my morning affirmation. Yeah. It's just them. It's just them. Just I guess I could do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of a, it's kind of a comforting thought. Yeah. Just make like a compilation playlist of Uncle Iroh and yeah. Morgan Freeman quotes. Yeah. Might do that. Yeah. I think that's a no. I think that's a must. Um, okay. I brought these cards with me. <gasps> Are you familiar with the cards? Mm, which cards? So I bought two decks of cards. Oh, yes. When I was in Iceland. So I'm going to hit this transition button because this is another transitional point. Alec, are you ready for this? Just. <laughs> I'm so ready. We got, we got some background noise listeners. Sorry. This is the, the world is starting to wake up. And I guess this professional podcast room <laughs> is not soundproof, nor is it meant for podcasting. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have 52 questions to start okay. conversations and share beautiful stories, or we have the meaning of life. Mm. We could also do one of each. You want to do one of each? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because sure. I want to know. I've got to, I, I yeah, we got to do one of each. <laughs> that's <fair. laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. What have you learned from your parents? Unconditional kindness. Mm. Wow. And it's, it's very... It's just, it's so freeing to just, to be kind. And they both taught me that. And they, I, I never really knew how much they went through. Mm-hmm. And I never got the sense that my parents were anything but just kind. And it's, we, my sisters and I, we all, you know, we, we've seen them, they just treat people like they're family and it doesn't, they could meet them for the first time. It doesn't matter. And I, I think that's one of the most powerful things that I've learned from, from them. And I, I hope I can carry that on. I think you do. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think that has been deeply instilled in you. <laughs> well, what about what did you? So, what have you learned? Ooh, that's a that's a hard one for me. Uh, honestly, I love my parents so very, very much, and I'm very proud of um, the way my relationship has grown in my adult life with them. But I think I heard I learned more hard lessons from them. <laughs> but in the end, you know it still contributed to shaping who I am and I'm grateful for everything and I wouldn't change anything. But I think one of my favorite things that I learned from having my parents, who they are growing up with them is my ability to be alone, (laughs) which sounds kind of sad, but it's really, it's, um, I have a very, Uh, I'm very proud of my relationship to myself Mm. and like my ability to be very comfortable alone and um, the peace that I feel in those silent moments. And I think it's through having to do that to survive in my childhood. Um, And in the end, (laughs) the destination. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I think like to on a more positive note. um, (laughs) That's just that's a very good one, though. I mean, it's it's. It's important. Yeah. I mean, I, that's to be at peace with yourself. Yeah. I mean, alone and independent. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They gave me. They they helped me to be a very independent person. Yeah. And um, I for a while I think I was hyper independent, mm-hmm. but now I feel like I'm coming back into a place where I can really rely on my community and the people I love and feel comfortable doing that and like knowing that it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Trying to think what was like like something that they like intentionally instilled in me. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think just like growing up on a farm, like mm-hmm. them raising me on a farm. Oh yeah. And the relationship that I had to animals came from and like the natural world was also in part like their relationship to it as well. And um my mom used to garden with me and I that was some of my favorite things. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there's a lot. There's I have to think lot. about that. I'm going to be thinking about that all day now. I'm like, wow. I, 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 that's a great card setup, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I got to find something like it because I'm, I well, no, I got to go to Iceland. You, I, these, I'm, I'm yeah, you can only find these cards in Iceland. So you have to go to Iceland. So gotta, gotta Don't gotta even look Iceland. online. They're not there. That would be the most Alex Dover thing on the face of the earth would to show up in Iceland <laughs> to, for these to find those cards and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> Like make it, make it out of the country and go see one of the the the, the most beautiful, most <laughs> gorgeous countries on earth, and then just leave. That would be the funniest. That would be my. What sister. a story that would be! I, I would never tell you because <laughs> I, I don't think you'd ever forgive me. <laughs> oh my god, that would be funny. Though. <laughs> <clears throat> well, Reykjavik, if, if you Reykjavik. Uh, find yourself in Reykjavik, I'll try to remember the name of the store. And you can get these cards. Okay. You can also probably find them online, but that's a less cool no, story. No, I don't want to. That's a less cool story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, meaning of life. Meaning of life. Picture your ideal life and then describe an average day in that life. Oh, man. We're getting deep. We're getting super deep. <laughs> oh, man. that You know what's funny about this question? Mm-hmm. Is... Do you ever just sit there or you you go on some trip somewhere mm-hmm. and you pick up on enough things, observe enough things in that trip that you just kind of carry with it, you fall in love with. So now it's like, well, this would be my ideal life. That being said, 
this would be my idea. <laughs> like, it's just adaptability. Too much. Yeah, yeah, too I, much. I don't know the word for it, but that is, that's pretty much what I do daily. <laughs> I don't, I think for, I want mountains, Gandalf. Mm. I want mountains. I, I, if I had land near one of the ranges, I don't care which range, it doesn't matter to me. And I'm, I'm if I, if I had that nearby, um, I think I'm, I'm not going to do the whole, you know, affordability thing. I'm just going to mm. scrap that. Yep. I think if I had, I don't want an exuberant amount of land, but just enough. Yeah. And I want two dogs and a nice rocking chair. And I want the river and a good voice studio inside. Mm. And then I would help dad run a foundation or something. I'm, I don't really know. I don't know the, the intricacies of it, but I know that I'd be outside mm -hmm. and I know that the food would be good and that the mornings would be a little bit chilly mm -hmm. and my dogs would run just track mud through the house on the hardwood floor. And I think that in... I think that about sums it up. That's the, that's what I feel. That's what I feel. That was very specific and yeah. very idyllic. Yeah. yeah. It's ethereal. Yeah. That <laughs> sounds beautiful. I feel like I just watched an episode of Virgin River. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much my life. My ideal life is an episode of Virgin River. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That show had me this close to just packing up my life and moving to some very small mountain town in yeah. Northern California. Yeah. Um, just tell me about yours. Uh, yeah. I, this is where I get really, it's, it's what you said. Like I go to all these places mm -hmm. and I romanticize living there and it happens every, everywhere I go just mm -hmm. about. I'm like, I could do that. Oh, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah. Um, and I just like selfishly want all of the natural wonder in one place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I want the mountains, but I also want the beach yeah. and like, where can I have that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's very, it's very, it's a hard bug to, it's a hard bug to get rid of. Like, I, yeah. Because it's tough. Yeah. It's I want tough. all, I want it all. You gotta have it I want it all. all. I want all the natural wonder. Yeah. And I also, it's like, I want the beach. I want the, mountain, the mountains, but I do also want like a homestead. Mm -hmm. I want two miniature donkeys because they are the most loving animals in the world. They truly are. They love, they love, love, love to love. And if you like kneel down and just get to their level, yeah. they're going to wrap their head around you and give you a donkey hug oh my God. every time. It is the most magical feeling in the world. No one makes me feel as loved as a donkey. donkey. How many donkeys? How many do you have? So sadly, we just have one right now. Gotcha. Because she lost her baby. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. It's a, yeah, it, it was hard, but yeah. it's okay. okay. Um, so we, but now my my parents are in a predicament because mm -hmm. they are social creatures mm -hmm. and they do best in pairs. So gotcha. we either have to find her a new, um, like little baby donkey mm -hmm. or a mate or just even a friend. Mm -hmm. So, um, or we have to sell her to someone that does have companions for her. That's so true. that's where we're at right now. Um, when my parents were first telling me that they might have to sell jazz, her name's Jasmine. Mm -hmm. My immediate reaction was how can I, buy a farmhouse right now and just yeah. take her and take her <laughs> and I'll take her it. and buy another donkey. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, if only I had, you know, a couple hundred thousand more dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I want the plot of land. Of I want the garden. I want the donkeys. I want like maybe a couple of goats, but mm-hmm. for sure a little chicken coop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably a wiener dog and then a big dog. I yeah. don't know. They could be I need the best of both worlds. Best friends. Best friends for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. But also in the mountains and by the beach. Yeah, it has <laughs> Is to, that it too has much to, to ask for? I don't think so. I'm, I'm, no. I think that's an exceptionally fine thing to ask for. <laughs> I, just, I want it all. I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm going through all the, like my globe, the global map in my head. Mm-hmm. Trying to like figure out where that is. Right? Yeah. And so like if costability wasn't a thing, I feel like Northern California, maybe. Northern California. Yeah. yeah. It's so beautiful. I love the Pacific Northwest in general. Oh it's just God. the most beautiful place. Have you been to Truckee? Truckee? Yeah. I don't know. California. No. It, it, I think it's like 30, it's gotta be 30 minutes. It can't be 30 minutes from Tahoe. Okay. And it is a ski trip. Town. It's a ski town oh. in the middle of the mountains. And I think it used to, I believe it was either, a railroad town to start with mm-hmm. and it is just this tiny little you know town it's the coziest place on earth there's a diner there that has the best denver omelet i've ever had in my life wow and it's just cooped up in the mountains and and it's still i mean i, I don't think you can just get down to the lake and in, in, in less than an hour with no traffic amazing trucky trucky i gotta Truckee. check it out yeah check okay. it out it's beautiful. It's so cool. I also just love the whole vibe of ski towns. Oh my, they're phenomenal. There's half the reason I want to be good at snowboarding is just so I can participate more in yeah. ski town culture. It's like being at a like being on the mountain all day and then going back to a lodge and like having hot cocoa yeah. by a fire. Is peak existence maybe? I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think walking through that's maybe that's part of. That's part of the ideal life is like, mm-hmm. I want to walk through, you know, like a, a very Jackson hole style square, but less crowded. And there's just like a, this ethereal, like banjo, like playing off yes. the corner, and it's all like warmly lit in the, yeah. the sky at, in the, like in the Rockies when it gets that deep, deep blue at night, like right before it gets dark. That little strip of orange. That little tiny strip of orange that just sinks right under the mountain. It gives you goosebumps every time. I can't go without it. Yeah. That is what life is right there. That has to be be incorporated. I don't know how it would be incorporated. There would be. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it has to be. Oh, that's so good. That's fun. That's a really good one. That's a hard one. Yeah. That's a tough one. I love these cards. These are, aren't they they're fun? Fa- they're fantastic. Yeah. Let's I can pull it. a couple more cards if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm for another one. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. going to do it. Let's do, if you couldn't fail, what would you do? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I could not, if I could not fail, what would I do? Oh man. Um, I, th- I think, I think I would go, I would probably go no, like just nose dive into voice acting full time. Yeah. I mean, that was, that, that's what I can, I think that's what I would do. Voice acting. It's, it was, 
I've got so much work to do <laughs> as far in terms of, you know, speaking lessons, mm-hmm. but it's so much fun. It's just, it's hard. I mean, there's, there's the talent is just so freaking cool to see. Yeah. Um, but I think if I could, if I could not fail, I would probably do that. I feel like you were, you were literally born to do it. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny. It's, I think about it every day. I'm like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, I've got to, I got to do this some, I got to use it for something. Absolutely. So maybe, maybe, maybe I got to, I got to, I do. I, I, that, that is incorporated into my ideal life though. Is I have a, I have a good, I don't have a corner or a laptop. Mm-hmm desk i've got a nice voice studio that's part of my house that the dogs can't go into <laughs> yeah no mud in the voice <laughs> no room. mud in the voice room no if you could not fail mm-hmm. what would you do mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um that's such a good question mm-hmm. maybe like a, i just came up with it and like, yeah, that. i didn't did see you? that anywhere no it's not how a, would you how did you think of that I question know. i just thought i Wow, you're so profound. <laughs> I, I, I had a dream. Alec, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm just destined to do too many things. <laughs> you must have lived a hundred lives. Like, I swear to God, you, you, I can't pinpoint one. Like, I think so. I just agree. I, I think that you're destined for an insane amount. <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong. There, okay, maybe there are wrong ways to live if you're harmful in the way that you go about life. Yeah. But I don't think there's one right way to live. And I have so much admiration for someone that has such strong passion and conviction that they dedicate their life to one thing. Mm. I think it is so beautiful. Mm. And for a while, I really wanted that. And I envied people that did that. Mm-hmm. But I'm really embracing that's not me. And I'm embracing it. And I want to do at least a handful of different things. Yeah career-wise with my life i think if i maybe i can narrow it i can narrow it down to three yeah um if i couldn't fail i would pursue something in music like some kind of singing something because i love singing i do it all the time i do it every day um so i would sing i would be like a national geographic photographer yeah i want like but like in the wild like wildlife for sure but also like i would love to I would love to document like an unbiased, raw, terrifying, like visual of like war and humanity Mm. crises, because I think we get a lot of um, biases and filters and media corruption. Um, And I would love to, uh, that would be a heavy one, (laughs) but I would love to do that. There was, do you ever watch any of the Vice News documentaries? There was a guy, he was a combat uh, photojournalist, mm-hmm. and he, I think he was in Libya, mm-hmm. or, Ooh. and that was, this was when they um, defeated the ISIS forces, mm-hmm. and he took some of the most amazing pictures of, like, his time, you know, among the people at, at that time. And I, th- I, I don't remember where he was from, but he it's like a nine minute video mm-hmm. and it's very telling. We take a lot for granted and yeah. being in those situations is illuminating. I can't even imagine. I got to find, I'll send it to you because yeah, it was really cool. That's a, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah. I don't know if that would actually 
that might that might ruin my life. <laughs> but it just feels important and yeah. I want to find more meaning in my job. Yeah. I want a job that feels more meaningful. So we'll get there eventually. That's what maybe being a college professor, if that trajectory works out, that would feel more meaningful. Yeah. But I don't know. We're riding the We're wave of life. The world. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna get here when it needs to. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. I just I trust it's all gonna work out for the best. Of course. Okay, we'll just do one more. Okay. Um, what would you advise a child to do with their life? I don't think I would stay. I would say anything along the lines of career advice because that's not for me. I don't think that's for me to say. Mm. If you have something that you just love to do mm -hmm. and you're good at, or you know, you don't have to be good at it. It's just something you love to do. Mm -hmm. Don't forget. Don't leave that part in the dust. Yeah. Take it with you. Yeah. That I think I would I would advise because I it's I'm really I kick myself for you know some of the things that I I loved to do when I was younger and mm -hmm. I just don't I either don't have time to do it or I I lost I don't know but I think I would say explore baby yes I think I would have to say that <laughs> as far like I'm, you know whether it is part of their career or whatever mm -hmm. if they don't want it to, I don't know that's not for me to say but don't. Never stop exploring. Never stop exploring. Never stop being <clears throat> curious. I know. Yeah. You know. I think that's huge. I, well, so one of the things that I have noticed from traveling and meeting people abroad yeah. is gap year is huge oh in many God. European countries. And it's like unheard of here. No one tells you to take a year off between high school and mm -hmm. college to go travel or volunteer. Like that's unheard of. Yeah. But that is part of culture in yeah. a lot of European countries and even like Australia and I think that is such an incredible thing to have a, you know, like a 17, 18 year old child just go off on their own for a year to mm. travel and maybe volunteer. And because how many people really know what they want to do, <laughs> you know, and in America, how many tens of thousands or if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt yeah. are you about to go into on your best guess of what yeah. you want to do? And that's the hard thing. I mean, I didn't know what I wanted to do at the time. And then, like, you know, Maddie, she's 17. Mm -hmm. And I I just want her to be, I want her, I just want her to be in love with whatever, like, just a, life. life. Yeah. And I don't want her to ever lose that. I mean, she, because that's just how she's wired. Yeah. So where wherever she ends up, um, and whatever she ends up doing i i just want her to to be enthralled yeah and and to do do right by people i love that yeah, yeah that's yeah. that is perfect but that gap that, that's actually that's what i want her to do she, she should take a gap here i am i yeah i i don't know how i feel about like having a college fund for my kids, but I'm 100% having a gap year fund for my kids. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. 100%. What, so where would, did you do any kind of gap year? Or? No, I actually started college when I was 16. Gotcha. Um, okay. So I had even less of an idea of what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I was just wasting money until yeah. I said, I can't do this anymore. I have no idea what I want. And then that ultimately is why I joined the Air Force Reserve. Because mm -hmm. um, I couldn't, I tried to join the Peace Corps. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they require a bachelor's or equivalent do work they experience. Really? They do. I did not know that. Yeah, that was my preferred route, but mm -hmm. I couldn't do that. So I joined a medical unit mm -hmm. and 
the Air Force Reserve. And because I just needed to get out of my hometown and I needed to do something drastically different yeah. on an impulse. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, so like that, I feel like that gave me similar effects of a gap year. Yeah. And it is what got me traveling in the first place. And now I've been on like a six gap year, six year <laughs> gap year. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want my kids to take a gap year and then if they want to just travel like just travel but i also would love to take um them or they if they just want to do it by themselves mm. volunteering abroad yeah. uh i think that is an incredible perspective gained yeah yeah i like that one yeah, yeah. i think I th- i'm gonna remember that <laughs> I, I might have to do a gap year fun now because that's a smart that's a very very smart move yeah it's all about helping kids uh Come into themselves and find confidence and yeah. zest for life, right? Those are so freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these are my favorite. I'm so glad I got these cards. They're like part of the podcast now. It is the ritual. It's the ritual. Yeah. But I, uh, I'll transition us to the wrap up. You got it. Now, like I have one more question. Yeah, of course. Give me a simple joy. A simple joy? Mm-hmm. The very first moment when you wake up and you smell the coffee oh, oh. <laughs> that very first one when it's cold out yes. Yeah. yes that is a good okay coffee has been a simple joy but uh-huh. the smell of the coffee sm- different it is different <laughs> i feel instantly at home when I smell coffee. Yep. It doesn't matter where I am. Mm-hmm. That's why, like I when I travel, I spend most of my time in coffee shops, it feels like when mm-hmm. I'm not outside. Because that is the piece of home that I find everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just coffee. Yeah. The it's, smell of coffee. Oh, it's like holding it in your and hands. just being cozy. Yeah. Yeah. Or just going for a stroll. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee and crisp morning walks. Yeah. Nothing like it. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Give me a simple joy. Yeah. Um, you know what's so ironic with this question is huh. i feel like sometimes it trips people up the most like i can ask these questions on these uh, yeah. cards that are super profound and i'm like all right simple it's joy, simple joy. <laughs> 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 um i think my simple joy today has to be this wide network of people in other places in the world and to include charlotte north carolina and the people that i've connected with in those places mm. and maintaining those connections and mm-hmm. having these friendships having this friendship mm-hmm. it is a wide vast beautiful big world but it's also kind of small mm-hmm. <laughs> and it and thank god for technology <laughs> that has allowed you to maintain these relationships of course but yeah i think that's it it's just this international and national network of yeah. beautiful people in my life that's fantastic that's a great one thanks Thanks for letting me come and wake you guys up at the crack of dawn and talking to a microphone. It was my pleasure. This Uh, is the best way to start the day. This was so much fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for being on the show. Of course. Would love to have you back when you come to Buffalo. Oh, yeah. That that is also being planned. Yeah. You can try to to do it on my porch. I'll soundproof my porch. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be a way. Well, now that I'm thinking about the logistics behind it. Oh, yeah. Also, like, do I want to black out the birds and all these beautiful things? No. The the ambiance of... Of bird bird song and and wind would be 
it, that would be well missed. As long as it's not a windy day and we time it where it's not like people leaving or coming back from work. Mm -hmm. I think it could be really nice. Just like birds yeah. and that's it. Because it's a pretty quiet neighborhood. Yeah. We can make it work. Absolutely. Okay, great. Well, until then. Until then. Until next time. Oh, is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, just, um, you know, this is day one of a, of a brand new year we've never seen before. So, yeah. What a perspective to throw out there. It's all gravy. All gravy, baby. Blue skies. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Well, be on the lookout in the future for Alex Stover's voice acting career. I, when I, yeah, when that is established and underway, I'll plug it then. Oh, like, yeah. I have, we'll no, plug I have no voice acting career. This is the, be this is this the, is the beginning. And this is the first time that I've had like a tangible been on air. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel very honored. This is the beginning. This is the beginning. Alex. Jess was oh, here. Jess got in. Our yes. <laughs> Can I be your manager? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Don't even ask. Yes. Alec, I'm your manager. I'm like, fuck it, dude. That's awesome. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. That's, maybe that's the kind of confidence I need to work towards this yeah. year where I just walk around telling people I'm their I'm your manager. <laughs> hey, I noticed you got a talent. I'm your manager now. I'm your manager now. <laughs> I, I'm all in. Just we'll figure it out. Okay, and, great. Yeah. Well, I'll have my people talk to your people, work out the details. My, but my people will be on the lookout for your people. Excellent. We'll be in touch soon. Absolutely. We'll be in touch soon. Okay. Well, you guys know where to find me at Porch Club Podcast on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and Instagram. Now, until next week, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. <laughs> Alec, thank you for being here. Thank you, Jess. Thank you all. PCP out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.